welcome to the podcast with Paul Prozice. What's going on, everybody? My name is Paul Prozice. I know this is a new thing for me. We'll get this through, get through this together. We're going to have some fun, huh? We talk about a lot of topics. Hopefully, I have some awesome guests. There's a lot of stuff going on in society, and we are going to be discussing each and every one of those. But we are going to have a fair and honest debate. If I have anything to do with it, let's go. What are you passionate about? What drives you? Let's talk about those things, right? There's a lot of stuff going on in society right now. We've got protests all over the country. What are you doing about it? Are you doing anything? Are you part of the silent majority? The loud minority? Guys, my name is Paul Procise, and I just wanted to introduce myself. Um, I am a um, a husband of father. Been married for over 20 years now. Done a lot of things in my life. I've done police work, former law enforcement officer. Been a pastor. I've done a lot of things. Not been very good at very many. <laughs> um, but here's the reality. Um, I try to make myself better every day. Well, maybe not every day. But I make mistakes and try to learn from them, right? So we're going to try to start this podcast thing and, and do as the best we can. I'm sure there'll be mistakes along the way. But what I'm excited for is the opportunity to have a conversation with every one of you. I'm not interested in your name calling. Let's redefine some of those things. Right, left, indifferent. But let's let's look at the issues. Let's have honest debate. Have honest questions about things. I know I have a tendency on occasion to get a little hyperbolic and, and call people names or resort to that movement is whatever, right? We all do that from time to time, don't we? So here's what we need to do. We start looking at the issues and then we start looking at the history of the issues and we start going into um, whatever before we just 
tweet out or post something on Facebook or wherever you're engaged in and saying, this person's evil. This person is a fascist. This person is a socialist. This person is X, Y, and Z, right? We all tend to do that. I do that. You do that. Instant judgments based on 140 characters, 120 characters on a tweet, right? We judge people pretty quickly. And that's okay. We do that. We're built to do that. So anyways, there's other things that I've done in my life, right? I've done... Um, I've done other things. <laughs> um, I've done um, work with the homeless. I've done um, just all kinds of different jobs. And I've, I've never really mastered anything. But I'm really hoping that we can... Um, work through all these things together. One of the things I've done recently is I've been a content creator. If you don't know what that means, it means that you put crap online and you hopefully get an audience of people to watch. So I was on a platform called Mixer. Mixer no longer exists as of now. <laughs> Microsoft um, with uh made that go the way of the Zune and the, and the Microsoft phone, right? They're so good at make, creating things with great ideas but not follow through. And so I put a lot of content. I became a mixer partner. It's a pretty big accomplishment, really. It's not easy to do. 4.5 million people streaming on that platform, and there was only a couple thousand people that are partnered. So I was a part of a, an elite group, if you will, but the reality is that's all gone. Now there's some of the people that were on Mixer partners, kind of the top tier that have moved on pretty quickly, rebuilt their communities, and they are partners elsewhere. Now technically, I do partner on Facebook. I am a partner on YouTube, all that kind of stuff, but whatever. We're starting a whole new thing, and I'm excited about this. Politics is, and uh, t social issues are not new to me. I've been a part of that space before. One of the other things that I've done is I worked in politics. I actually worked um, as a um, political consultant, and um, I worked on campaigns. I worked with special interest groups, and I did all those things. Like I was making a difference. I worked in for Republican candidates. What does that matter now, right? What difference does that make? I got tired of it, honestly. My last stint in it was so frustrating to me. I had even stopped posting things on my wall on Facebook and things on Twitter, politically motivated, even while I was working in politics, because I just kind of had gotten to the point of this, what, what good am I doing? Am I making any difference? I don't know. I don't think I did, honestly. I think I am rallied the people that I was with. We got them to volunteer, got them to do things. But did I really do any good? I don't know. So I started taking a look at that kind of stuff, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do something different, and I'm just going to be quiet. And, you know, that time of silence, <laughs> excuse me, technically was... Um, really good for me, really good for my soul, really good for my um, headspace to really 
go through each of my issues that I am passionate about. What do I believe? So I was out of the public space six, seven years now. It's been quite a while. But as I was in this content creation world, this this streaming world, playing video games online and meeting all these people and going to um, these video game conferences called PAX, and they were just amazing. Met some amazing people, right? Had created some new friends, new relationships. I had a lot of fun doing that. And I stayed silent on all of my political beliefs, and I did that for a reason because I just didn't think that that needed to be a part of what I was doing. I was having fun. And um, having an influence on people, people were having an influence on me, and I just enjoyed that time without talking about politics or whatever the social issues were. So I was looking at a lot of people, and this is just something that happened real recently. I was looking at a lot of the people that I was associated with, am associated with, people that were mixer partners and Twitch partners and all this stuff, really big streamers, really small streamers. COVID comes along, throws a monkey or wrench and wrench and everything, right? Destroy, destroys our social commentary. Maybe brings to surface a lot of the things that a lot of people were feeling, right? Just not willing to say, but all of a sudden people started saying a lot of stuff. So I'm looking at these content creators, friends, not friends, just associations with people, right? And they're saying these terrible, horrible things online to each other. We can do that easily, can't we? Uh, behind the comfort of a keyboard and a, and a screen, we can say whatever the heck we want because we have the power. We're brave when we have the power, right? When somebody's not sitting across the table from us and we're looking at them in the eye, we can say whatever we want. We're super brave. But I can tell you this, working in politics, sitting across the table at times, you go to these political rallies, what do you do after? You go and have a beer with those people that you just said that were so awful and you enjoy a beer and you just realize something that they're actually not that bad as, as people. But we get into these echo chambers and we feel comfortable and say the things that we maybe maybe we believe these things right but then we sit across the table and share a plate of fries and we realize that they're actually not all that bad so that's kind of where i want to start the idea behind this podcast is start having those conversations i want to have people on that 100 percent disagree with me but I, I can guarantee you, for the most part, people are extraordinarily cordial to each other. We can be passionate about the issues. We can, we can be really angry with each other because we don't believe that this country is going in the right direction, whatever way your direction prefer, preference is. We can, we can agree to disagree. But what we need to do better at is the yelling and shouting. And so a couple days ago, I posted on Twitter, just let's do better. I posted this video and it was targeted towards the content creators saying, guys, what are you representing? Who are you representing? Think about that. Don't post something hateful. And I don't think there was anything really crazy about it. I didn't do any partisan talk because I didn't think that was the time of the place. I haven't really done that with my um, streaming world. So on my streaming Twitter, you can find me at Tiny Paul. 
at Tiny Paul. If you want to see my streams, I'm at Tiny Paul on Twitter. On Twitch, you can find me at on as Tiny Paul. Facebook Gaming, where I'm a partner at. I don't know if that's going to be a thing long long lasting, but you can find me Tiny Paul TV. So you can find me. You can find what I what I'm doing on that those things. But what I did with this tweet is I said, let's do better. Because I really honestly believe that, right? I think there's a thing that we need to do that we need to do better. And I, I'm guilty of doing these things. I'm guilty of putting stuff out there that I really did not like. In fact, I have cleaned up a lot of my old timelines from, from Facebook. You know, you get those daily reminder of this is what you said six, eight, nine, ten years ago. And some of those things, I'm like, man, that's that's really, really terrible, Paul. Why did why 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 in the heck did you say that? One, I was passionate. Two, I thought I was right. And three, I had an echo chamber. Right, I only listened to the people that agreed with me and confirmed my bias. But what I did when I did that is I shut down debate. I shut down the ability for anybody that disagreed with me to actually have a conversation. And when they did, what resulted was anger, hatred, blocking people because we didn't agree with each other, right? Now, I don't think I ever blocked anybody unless they were being, like, really nasty. And I'm saying, like, really nasty po posting lewd pictures or something like that. I think those are the only people I've ever personally blocked. But I know that I got blocked because I was saying the super conservative things and he's just a fascist, right? Friends that I had since high school blocked me because they didn't agree with what... And I, you know, I just don't think that that's the way that we need to do it. I now have ultra ultra lefty friends some that I've had since even grade school and I'm glad that I never blocked them I'm, and I'm, I'm I'm really excited that they never blocked me and here's why because I get to see and understand or try to understand where they're coming from I have some that are professors in college now I have some friends that are ultra just ultra lefty and that's okay because I can learn from them, right? I can learn and under, try to understand their viewpoint. I can 100% disagree with them. I have some friends that post still the vile things and, and don't really check their truth. They'll just repost whatever Medium says or Salon says, and they'll just go on and regurgitate the party line of leftism and wokeism and all that kind of stuff. And I don't necessarily agree with all of that, and that's okay, right? So that, that particular friend or those friends that do that, I just kind of view from afar and I don't engage because I don't think that the, the, the debate is really worth it. I'd rather keep them as a friend because when you meet them in, in person, you go out for some, some food, you enjoy each other's company, you're still friends, but online it's a whole other subject. So I posted this thing. It's just saying, hey, content creators, let's, let's do better. And I got some private messages saying, you know what, I'm going to unfriend you because you're too conservative. One person even said, you're just a Trump supporter, which is hilarious. If you know me at all, you would know that I never voted for Trump, that I have a hard time listening to anything he says. I think he speaks truth at times, and I think he shoots from the hip and says stupid things. And I, I just I have a hard time with that personally. I just do. You're just a liberal, Paul, because you said that. Yeah, okay. You can say that about me, but you don't know me, do you? 
Have you heard anything about what I believe yet? What I believed when I was doing politics and blogging, all that kind of stuff has completely changed. Maybe not on the principles, but how I go about it certainly has changed. I do believe that we can do better. And so I'm really hoping that this podcast can do better. Here's what I had to say. And so these people that, that um, canceled me as friends or stopped following me or called me whatever because I, um, I was too conservative in this or I was, the funny thing is one person said that I was too liberal in this. That's kind of hilarious to me. So take a li- listen to this. You, um, it's a video. You can check it out on my Twitter by the way, my personal Twitter is Paul Procise. So I have two tweets that I put out there. One's for the gaming crap, and then one's for my personal crap. Paul Procise, so at Paul Procise, and the other one's at Tiny Paul. You can follow either one of those. So this one is, in particular, you can find on both, actually, because I retweeted it. So it's called Let do, Let's Do Better, and it's a couple minutes. Just listen to this and tell me what I've said that you would disagree with. And if you disagree with it, let, let me know, and we can discuss those things. Guys, we've got to start doing better as content creators and influencers. We're putting out a lot of things lately. There's been a lot of social justice issue things going on. There's been a lot of um, mask issues, and there's been a lot of hate going on. There's been a lot of cancellations going on. There's been all of this stuff. Some of it are really, really important to talk about. Some of it is true. Some of it is false. Some of it is confusing and and we need to dig into the minutia of what's going on. Some of it's rooted in, in hundreds of years of history. And we can't just solve our problems with a hateful tweet. And I'm asking you guys as content creators to th- really think about what you're putting out there. This person's killing my grandma because of. You're making me not be able to breathe because you're forcing me to wear a mask. The mask is unconstitutional. Back it up. Back up your claims with data. Back up your things that you are saying left or right, center, whatever you are. Back it up. Have an honest, honest conversation, but don't put out there that you hate somebody. Those are extraordinarily powerful words, and you are better than that as an influencer and as a creator. Think before you tweet. Don't tweet stuff out that you're going to regret or that your sponsors, future sponsors are going to see and say, you know what? They're not worth it. We're not going to partner with them. Be better. Do better. My name is Paul. We'll see you later. Okay. So that's what I said. That's what I had to say. I said, do better. Hey, content creators, because a lot of these content creators are sponsored by different companies, right? So Elgato and, and... Astro, Nike, some people. I mean, if you're really, really big, right? Adidas, some people. But I was looking at their content, the things that they post on Twitter, and they were really super hateful. And a lot of it had to do around the mask, right? You better do this. You are killing my grandma. You are killing people if you don't wear a mask. Okay, if you really believe that, fine, let's have a discussion around that, but don't just yell and scream at me and tell me something and then not back it up with any kind of data because you know what? I'm going to call you out on that because that is a bunch of BS that you are at least not willing to have an honest debate. You are just trying to shout somebody down. 
bend them to your will, to what you believe, because you believe X, Y, and Z politician. But just a few months ago, when it was politically expedient for them, they were saying, you don't need to wear a mask. But then the tide shifted, and now everybody's saying you need to wear a mask. And then prior to this big debate, before any of this COVID outbreak happened, right? All of this stuff happened. Stuff happened. All the places were saying, you know what, viruses aren't, the masks aren't very useful for viruses. But these are all government, right? So my personal thing is I don't really trust the government. I don't trust what they say. So they've told me all of the stories on all of them. So I don't know what to believe. I don't know who the heck to trust in. But you know who I'm not going to trust in is some content creator yelling and screaming at me saying that if I don't wear a mask, then I'm killing whoever. Because if you don't have the virus, you can't spread a virus. That is literally how it works. If you don't have the virus, you can't spread the virus. So that's just some facts. But we resort to nastiness, don't we? People saying that the masks thing is unconstitutional. It might be in your state. Guess what? It isn't a national issue. So all these people saying... Trump needs to do whatever, but then you're saying, like, I hate Trump. I hate Orange Man. <laughs> Trump should do this. So you're saying, hey, government, you want to, I don't trust you, but I want you to do this. So you're trusting the government to have more power than what they actually have. And by the way, unless it's like an actual national emergency, and national emergencies need to be defined, right? We need to have a debate on what national emergency is. This isn't one of them, unfortunately. It's just not for that narrative. It's not. All deaths are tragic. All things are really bad, right? The This disease is, is crazy. It does affect people in crazy, crazy ways. It's terrifying. It's obviously killing people. And we need to be careful with that. I believe that we need to be more careful. But the reality is we still don't know. People are saying, trust in the science, but then the science and the scientists have come out and said many different varying things. So it's hard to trust science because it's ran by flawed people. People have flaws. People do things and, right? So if you trust government, then sure, wear a mask. If you don't trust government, don't wear a mask. But that's on you. You could get sick. You could. It's possible. Just like you can catch the cold, and you can catch the flu, and you can catch whatever. Masks can help mitigate some, to some extent. What the varying degree is, I don't know. Because I don't know how to trust these scientists anymore. I don't. They're constantly lying because they're getting their funding from the federal government that are telling them, if you do this, we see tests coming out of Florida that were 100% positive. 100%. Think about that, folks. Think about that. 100% positive. How on earth is any test 100% positive when nothing in this world is ever 100%? Ever. 
there's always outliers. And they're like, oh, whoops, it was only 98%. Oh, whoops, now it's 9.4%. Whoops. Whoopsie. There's no political bias here, right? Right, left, whatever it is. So there's there's issues. So when people say, I'm not going to trust you, I'm not going to put a mask on, just say, okay, I'm going to wear mine. That's the debate. That's That's how we should shut down things right i'm not going to go along with your nonsense if i believe this or i believe that and and then we can just allow for people to believe whatever they want or do whatever they want who cares if somebody wears a mask who cares if somebody doesn't wear a mask we'll be okay you will be okay if you're wearing a mask so don't worry about it don't yell and scream at everybody else have a better discourse be kind to each other as they say right be kind i'm not very kind i get kind of grumpy i can yell at people i've done that before I'll accept my uh, my flaws and say, you know what, I can do better. I know that. I grumble under my breath when I walk into a store and I have a mask on because I think it's stupid. Not because, I mean, it's just super inconvenient. It fogs up my glasses. I'm walk, trying to walk through the Kroger store, and I'm like, what the heck? I can't see crap. I'm grumpy because I have something stupid on my face. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to find a way to sell some masks because, you know, after all, I want to make some money, right? Why not capitalize on this? So I'm going to sell some masks here coming up soon if I can find a way to do it. That will have some funny sayings on it. And it will confirm your bias, whatever side you're on. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we have going on in society. We've got the Black Lives Matter movement protests going on and whatever, you know. All lives matter. Black lives matter. Let's get mad at each other for saying one or the other. Of course, black lives matter. Of course. And of course, white lives matter. And of course, Asian lives matter, right? Everybody's lives matter 100%. You can't shout somebody down just because they're saying all lives matter because then a mitigates or it minimizes your claim that black lives matter because all lives have to matter if black lives matter. I'm sorry. I won't go along with the craziness that is going on and saying that only black lives matter. We have to have honest debate. Of course there's racism. People saying that there's no racism. Of course there is. People are saying there's systemic racism. There might be in some places there might be. Most of the places there's not. That's kind of been gone, gone away with. People have done and worked hard to get rid of that. Very hard. I grew up in the military. My dad was in the army, and I, so I grew up around all races, all races. One of the places that we lived in, our next-door neighbor was Korean. Our other next-door neighbor was Japanese. People across the street were legit Italian. First First-generation Italian. The food that we would have and share amongst each other was amazing. My mom learned how to make egg rolls. It was awesome. We had great food growing up for the most part. Except when my mom, my mom would make these horrible, she would call them concoctions. She'd just throw whatever she had in the freezer into a big boiling pot. And it was sometimes some of the most amazing food you'd ever had, and then sometimes the worst. I remember one time she put in these, like, potato things and she thought that they could boil but they were like super starchy and like ultra processed and it just like melted into this mush 
and then there was cabbage in there. So there was like mush cabbage with melted potatoes. It was probably the worst meals I've ever had in my life. But we had to eat it. That's how we grew up. You had to eat what was in front of you. If you took a scoop, you had to eat a scoop. Don't take two scoops because if you know that you won't like it, you're going to be in big trouble, right? Spencer just heard my ringtone. So I, 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 as I'm saying, you guys, we can do better. I, th- I just think that's the basis. That's where that's the foundation of what we are going to do here on this podcast. Oh, by the way, I'm I'm playing around with the names of this fatty idiot podcast, right? Fatty idiot podcast with Paul Procise or the podcast with Paul Procise. I don't know. You guys tell me. Wherever you're seeing this, leave a feedback. Go to my Twitter and say, "Hey, fat idiot, I like that name." Hey, Paul, I'd rather you just be Paul, not fat idiot. Don't be self-deprecating. I am a fat idiot. I get it. So that's what I want to do. We're going to dive into the history of things. We're going to look at where we are. For people, I'm seeing my conservative friends saying, there's no racism. Well, probably because they're not racists. And so they've built a life and have family and friends that are nobody's racist around them. They don't see it. They don't understand it. I don't understand. I have a hard time understanding racism. I grew up, like I said, in the military. I had friends of all colors growing up, and I just, I don't understand it. My kids grew up in a very diverse school. In fact, my daughter, her school, she's literally the minority as a white, a little a young white girl. There's many de- ethnicities in her school, and white is about 43% in her class. The high school is a little bit different, but her little elementary school that she attends right now is very diverse. Her friends, almost all of them, are have different ethnicities than she does. And that's okay. That's great. I love that. I love that we've been in... Uh, been privileged to know and understand and be around and exposed to other cultures. I think that's the best way to go about things. I think that's what America's been about, honestly, since the foundation. But we have narratives, retrospective narratives that say otherwise. We're trying to do this revisionist history bullcrap. And so let's go ahead and look at the past. Let's, let's be honest. Yep, some people that own slaves, but they were also trying to end slavery. How do you have both? But if you're honest, you look at what the laws said at the time and things. You have to look at both sides. You have to look at all sides. The 1619 Project is trying to go back in time and saying, what if this? And then they they present it as fact. When it's really just a question of what if this was true? You guys just have to read their website. You just have to look at it. Know the truth. So we can find original documents and say, what did that really say? Let's talk about these things. Let's have honest debates. Let's talk about what the church is doing right now. Are they doing the right thing? Some churches are, some churches aren't. Are we allowing for debate? Are we inviting discourse into this? Are we, are, are pastors, are we pastor? are those pastors saying, this is the way we're going to do it. I don't need to hear anything from you. Are you feigning acceptance as a church? Are you saying, oh, I want to hear from you. You put out a, a survey, but you really already had your mind made up. Are you doing that, pastors? 
is suing the state right. There's currently, as we speak right now, there's churches out in California suing the state because of their laws, but because of the things that the governor has said, no singing in church. So they're being sued. Is that right? You tell me. I know what I believe. We'll have those discussions as we go on. So anyway, guys, I think that we're going to have a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of things that we can learn together. We're going to grow together in this. I think um, this being my very first podcast, there's a lot of opportunity to grow. And that's okay. Let me know how I did. We're going to do the fun things. We're going to do the hard things. But I invite that. I am excited for what we have to do. And so we are going to start working on this stuff together, right? I'm excited for the future. I know that there's a lot of people out there, a lot of commentators saying that the country's dying. It might be. Who knows? But I know that I find my faith and my hope in Christ alone. That's who I am. That's who what I believe. So if the country fails, God hasn't failed. Guys, we need to start being honest with each other. Maybe the country fails. It might. Who knows? I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I hope we can do some things and and teach people the right, teach people about history, all that kind of stuff. I, I believe that we can do that. So I'm excited for, for the future. I'm excited that we can have open and honest debate with each other. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So let's do that together, guys. Looking forward to it. My name is Paul Procise. You can find me on Twitter, Paul Procise. If you're interested in the gaming thing, coming in, dropping in a sub and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I you know, I need to make some money. I like that. So if you have a prime sub, go to Tiny Paul on, on Twitch. Well, you we hear the music going, so that means it's time to end. My name is Paul Procise. You guys have a great day. Bye.